In today's episode, I am talking to Damien Sheridan and Deborah Larby from the Book Direct show, which takes place online from the 1st to the 10th of September and in person in London on the 13th of September. We'll be talking about direct booking, of course. Listen in. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new, and what will help make your business a success. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and as ever, I am delighted to be back with you. So it seems like conference season is ramping up a little bit, and people have been going to in-person conferences as the the DARM conference, the Revenue Management Conference that Amy Hynote organises, took place in Charleston, South Carolina earlier in August, and I believe there were around 300 people there. And it was a roaring success, apparently, hearing from so many people who were there saying it was just so great to get back together and do a little bit of networking. So uh, upcoming conferences, of course, uh, VRMA in October, Amy's Vacation Rental Women's Summit in December in New Orleans. So fingers crossed all is going to be okay for that and for these conferences. And then, of course, there is the Book Direct show which prior to the pandemic was really taking off in in Europe. And I had full intention of, of going to subsequent book direct shows, but unfortunately COVID came along, as we know, and scuppered that. And I'd hoped, very much hoped to be going to London for the book direct show this year, but that ain't going to happen. It takes place on in person on the 13th of September And there is also a hefty online element that runs from the 1st to the 10th of September. I rather like this idea of spreading it out so that you're not having to sit there for two whole days and take in as much information as you can, have it, you know, hosed down with information. There is a great lineup of speakers and I'll be talking today to Damien Sheridan and Deborah Larby who are organising the show and finding out what you will learn from all these great presenters. But we're also going to be talking more about the whole book direct movement, where it's going, having a look at it from a bit more of a macro level down to the micro level is from where do we sit right now in terms of book direct? Should we even be bothering? I don't know why I'm asking that question because my little company with 160 properties here in Ontario has been 100% book direct for two years now. We are using a channel manager. We are out there on Airbnb and VRBO. We have not had a single booking because we've been booked by our own efforts directly. We've got thousands, thousands, nearly 10,000 people on our mailing list. This summer, we had a list, a waiting list of over a thousand families waiting for properties to come available. Now, I know that this year, 2021, as in 2020, was a stellar year for many property managers. And we don't know 
what's going to come up in 2022. I wish we had a crystal ball for that. However, I believe, I firmly believe that whatever happens, you know, if, if traveler demographics change, if, if the nature of traveling changes, if you can start now to get ready for whatever 2022 throws at us, then you're going to be in a far better position to meet challenges, I guess, if, if they are indeed going to be challenges. So we as a company are putting a, a ton of stuff in place to ensure that 2022 is going to be as good, if not better, as, as the previous two, let's call them the COVID years. And lots of things going into play right now, which I'll share with you over the next few months as, as we, we put them into place. But one thing is very clear, you cannot for, afford to sit back and be complacent. So I'm going to find out a little bit more from Deborah and Damien about how they see the Book Direct movement and concept over the next year and more to come. So without further ado, let's move on over to that conversation. So I'm delighted to have with me today, Damien Sheridan and Deborah Larby. And Damien is the founder of the Book Direct Show. Uh, Deborah is co-director. You guys are really, really busy ramping up to this event now, right? Mm-hmm. Certainly are, Heather. Yeah, thank you for having us on. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty crazy time. Just just uh, well, just nearly one week out from our online series, three weeks yeah. out from the actual in person live event, and uh, yeah, COVID changes the goalposts every day. It seems so. Uh, it's a bit of fun, but we'll we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, we're, I'm we're excited. I'm gutted that I can't come to London for the in-person show. It was, uh, I was, I was so looking forward to doing that, but uh, you know, we'll just go another year, I guess. And it would have been great to have you, Heather. Shame. <laughs> next year. Next year. Next year, that's a promise. Next year it will <laughs> yeah. be. Okay. We're, we're going to talk today about direct booking, but before we do, I just want to give you each a brief opportunity just to introduce yourselves to our audience. You've both been on the show before. And I, I think most listeners know who you are. Debbie, you're um, from Australia, currently in Nice. Yes, yes. Nice in the south of France. Yes. yes. Well, what better place to work on the Book Direct show than the south of France, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yes. And you're looking very well on it. <laughs> Thank you. I've got a nice balance of work and, and, and social down here. So it's been really good. However, now really in this last week, well, actually the last few weeks leading up to the show, it's been like, oh, no, 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 no. It's all work, 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 work. But it's great. It's still a great place to be. So but briefly, what's your background in the industry? I met you first in Toronto, 2017, mm. I think you came across for the uh, Vacation Rental Success Summit. And, yes. and you sort of blew onto the scene and it's like, oh my gosh, who who is this lady who has... <laughs> I don't know. You you were so dynamic and and still are. <laughs> it's only four years on. Thank you. Well, uh, I've been in the industry fifteen years. Started off as a property owner, 
then moved into management. I always kept things small. I'm a very hands-on kind of manager. I like very, very personal service. And I, I saw a very big gap in the market about five years ago for guest referrals. So I created Have You Got, which is a guest referral platform. And I decided that I need to do the conference circuits to get to know people and get them to get to, get them to hear about Have You Got. So that's why I really burst onto the conference scene to try and meet as many people as possible to share the word. And there's really, there are so many holes in the market. There's so many, I mean, we see it, there's software popping up every day. There's new technology, there's new ideas popping up every day. And I have a few under my belt that I'm going to be actually launching in the next few weeks. So uh, yeah, look, I'm a creative. There's so much to do in this industry. So, uh, and also now the Book Direct show, the Book Direct movement is very, very close to my heart. That's how I started way back when the OTAs just handed you a booking and you ran with it, your terms and conditions. You take the payment, it's your guest, and uh, you just paid a little monthly fee or yearly fee to the OTAs at the time. So that's where I want to get back to. I want to get back to getting the booking and running with it. It doesn't matter where the booking comes from, but I want to be in control of my booking. So this is why I'm really, really happy to be involved in such a, a great show and to share the word. Excellent. I mean, I know you have fingers in so many pies. You call yourself an obsessive compulsive creative. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> love. <laughs> I, and I know that you've, you, you've built this, uh, you've built your own site, sort of, uh, this, this is me, this is Deborah. And I went onto that yeah. and I could not believe how many companies you have started and, and, and are running at the moment. You know, um, oh, there's, yeah. a few, there's a few people in this industry I know that, uh, that are, slightly weird to me because you have more hours in the day than everybody else. Well, this is what happens when you have no husband, no kids. I can just be creative. I don't watch TV. I don't, I don't watch movies. I just create. So uh, that's my passion, just to keep creating. Wonderful. Uh, Damien, you've joined me before talking about SEO. And, and again, I think, I think uh, we, we talked about the Book Direct Show last year. Where did you get that start in the industry? Ooh, well, probably in a similar kind of trajectory as Deborah, really, just over the last couple of years. Um, since really working on SEO, and you know, I don't want to get too much involved in that in, in our time frame here, but really just seeing the potential and the need to change our marketplace and not have one that's dominated by three or four big players um, that you know everyone else is piggybacking off, and you know, Deborah. Um, hit on a couple of words there, independence and control. And I found with my clients, my SEO clients, that really they were looking at different ways to generate bookings. Really one idea just led to another. And uh, before we knew it, we just put down some money on an event uh, in 2020, early 2020, like weeks before our, the initial lockdown in Europe. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's it's gone great. The brand is, is built. We've, we've got a lot of people behind us. And really, you know, it's not about me. It's not about Deborah. It's about the community at large. It's about property managers. It's about partners, software providers, all helping each other to to just change this this landscape that we're we're we we found ourselves in. Really, whereby it's a it's a very you know it's quite a saturated marketplace we're in, but where you know we can potentially get some control back over our own businesses and you know after all they are our own businesses they're not they don't belong to three or four other companies which is you know really how things have transpired over the last three or four years so i aim to change that deborah does i know yourself you do and you know i i, I just hope we can move to a more sustainable way of uh, of business uh, for, for us all 
So staying with you for a moment, Damien, what have you seen over the past year? How has the momentum changed? Well, I say past year, um, through COVID, has, yeah. has, have things changed? They, yeah, yeah, significantly. I think we. it's no secret that uh, come spring 2020 saw a backlash to how some of the OTAs dealt with refunds and guests and cancellations and, uh, you know, not going to name names, but um, the, the book direct movement really swelled at that point. We all found ourselves with no, not only no bookings, no new bookings, but a plethora of, of cancellations to deal with and refunds. So those who were not in a position, sadly, to, to get new bookings at that point were the ones who struggled. And, you know, I had a couple of clients myself who very sadly went under. So and we saw massive companies go under as well for the for mm-hmm. that reason and others. Yeah, we've seen we've seen a big rise. We've seen people signing up to our book direct network, obviously our show as well. And um, we yeah, we've, we've, we've seen a big difference. We've also very recently had a survey out, the book direct survey. And we had about 120, 125 property managers uh, submit their, their feedback, their data. And we saw a, a big increase. We saw uh, it is direct bookings. 56% of people of property managers saw an increase of direct bookings, whereas only 13% saw a decrease. And this is since the pandemic start. And 31% the same. And uh, we also, uh, one of our show sponsors, Sync B&B, they very kindly shared some data with us and they've seen a global increase of direct bookings from 18 to 21%. So we're really excited about that. I think everyone should be. I hope that this, this new era we find ourselves in, hopefully coming out the other end, seeing a light at the end of that tunnel, brings with it a bit more, bit more control and independence and uh, you know, some more direct bookings. Yeah, it's lovely to see that that this momentum hasn't hasn't slowed. I mean, we, from our perspective, or from my perspective as a as a property manager, we've seen a massive increase in, I say massive increase in direct bookings. I mean, we, we've been one hundred percent for two years now, so <laughs> we don't use any platforms, but we've seen more of an increase in traffic. Traffic are find the you know, traffic's finding us. They're coming to our website. They, I mean, we I know we're going to talk a little bit more about trust later on but we are seeing more trust in us than in the platforms people are saying you know i'd far prefer to work through directly through an agency or directly through an owner than than going on these platforms that seem so impersonal and we we know we've built in a number of new strategies this year that i think have brought in more people but that is great to hear that, that globally there is that increase just wanted to just go go to a little bit of a more of a macro level just to to kick this off because and I and I don't know whether you're you know how comfortable you are with sort of responding to to this question but it's about short term rental business being impacted by some of the major acquisitions you know Vacasa taking over Mayor Vacations in uh, Gulf Shores recently it was just yet another movement to this towards consolidation and here we are talking about direct bookings as as smaller providers and yet these massive companies you know not yes airbnb booking.com vrbo but but the others who who started out as property managers uh, vacasa seem to be gobbling up all these smaller businesses Mm. how do you see the short-term rental business globally being impacted by that? Mm. Uh, I'm not an expert on the American market, but my view on this is that 
Our industry is huge and there are numerous players of varying sizes. So you'll have the companies, the really large companies with the thousands and thousands of listings with numerous staff, all in different roles, scattered all over the country, sales calls, et cetera, et cetera. And then you'll have the professional manager who only manages, you know, three, four or five properties and does it very well. And then you have so much competition. So you've got the experienced big guys all the way to the inexperienced hosts that undercut nightly rates. So there's extremes in that, there's extremes in sizes, and then you have the extremes in the types of guests. So you have the guest that doesn't mind going to these faceless big companies. There's no personalization to these big companies. In fact, I think big companies like Vacasa, if anything, they're going to become more competition to someone like Airbnb and Booking.com rather than us, because we will still have those guests that do want to deal with real people and they do want that personal service. So I think the industry is so big with so many different players and so many different types of guests that I don't think it will, it will affect the small guys having these big acquisitions. Unless you want to get bought out by one of them and, you know, get a chunk of money for your hard work, fine, that's great. But I think there's plenty of room for everyone in this industry with all the different uh, variants, absolutely, yeah. We're not talking about variants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) Yes, yes, no variants of concern on this show. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Oh, no, I think I think you hit the nail on the head with that. There's something for everyone. There really yeah. is still something for everyone. And I think the point you make about the guests, you know, we talk mm-hmm. a lot about different types of hosts and different types of managers, but there are also many, many different types of guests. And not everybody wants to hit the iPhone and press a button and get a, an impersonal booking. Yeah, yeah. And not everyone wants just to have a, a combination thingy to the lockbox to let themselves in. Mm-hmm. Some people want that smiling face at the door so you can ask them, where do I get the closest beer? I'm hot. Yeah. You know, so there, there's, you've, got, you've got all different kinds of guests and all different kinds of companies and it, there's plenty of room for all of us. Yeah, and I think we're going to go on in a minute and talk about niches. I can say niche because I'm talking to you in, yeah. in Europe. <laughs> it's not a niche. It's no. not a niche, it's uh, a niche. Not having that. Today's a niche, <laughs> but we'll yeah. go on and talk about that uh, about about that a little later on because because the whole idea of niche marketing lends itself to to direct booking so yeah. so well. So, yeah. what are the main reasons, uh, Deborah, that managers are giving right now that you're, you're hearing for wanting to move more to a direct booking model? Yeah, well, from the survey, nearly fifty percent of uh, the responses said that they want to reduce the commissions they're paying. So I'm going to have a stab in the dark saying uh, about the fact that people haven't had bookings or only few bookings in the last year and a half. So they have a lot of money to catch up on saving or earning or what have you. So by getting the direct bookings, they are going to save on commissions. So it 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 pays to get the bookings indirect and save on, you know, your 15 to 30% off to the uh, the OTAs. Uh, the other thing that they wanted was control. They wanted to be able to use their own cancellation policies, their own terms and conditions, uh, their own payment terms. So they were the top two responses as to uh, why they wanted uh, more direct bookings. And the, the third one was also unrestricted communications with guests. So if you are going to start your email nurturing, pre-arrival, 
telling them about the destination and really giving them such a wow experience, you can't be doing that on the, on the OTAs. So, and, and by wowing them before they get there, wowing them when they're there, you know, you've potentially got a repeat customer coming back or at least talking about you and being a brand ambassador. So uh, they were the three, the, the top three reasons, uh, reduced commission, having control of their own policies and unrestricted communication with guests. Yeah, that third one is sort of dear to my heart, that unrestricted uh, communication. You know, I know that you have Nancy McAleer on the Book Direct show this year. I mean, she she has been my sort of mentor in terms of how you do this thing, how you create that relationship with a guest from beginning, you know, from the moment they find you and mm-hmm. all the way through. And and, and she is such an, an expert at it. And we took on a lot of those tactics that she taught me to build that relationship over that time. Andy McNulty calls it the, uh, the tumbleweed time. Um, <laughs> you know, so, so many guests just sit there, you know, between booking and, a, and maybe a week before arriving. And, yeah. you know, the tumbleweed goes past because there's nothing else for them to do. Whereas <laughs> owners, managers can use that time if they have that unrestricted access to communication. So, And if I could just follow up on yeah. Nancy, what you said uh, there, Heather, she, she epitomizes everything about hospitality. And she, maybe we can share a link, but she did a uh, talk last year at our show all about the guest nurture campaign drip feeding information from start to finish and uh, and even beyond. And it's just the perfect way to build that rapport with your guest all the way through. And it's, you know, it, it just builds the perfect uh, relationship with your, with your client. And that's why people come back to you. You know, we'll probably t- uh, touch on professionalization later on, but she, this is highly professional and uh, the really the only way to build a relationship with your guests uh, to be in constant communication. I'm the exact same. Reduced commissions wouldn't be as important as guest data for me and that open communication with your guests. But hey, PMs, we all work differently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the most important things for me, what, what was the driver to direct booking was, was getting, it was the repeat, uh, re- repeat guests. And we, they don't always go back to the same place. They go back to other properties in our portfolio. So I'm not out there advertising to say, well, this is my property, but if they want to book, you know, they, they can book somewhere else. I want them to stay yeah. with us. So, uh, yes, every, I'm, I'm sure all managers have different reasons, but uh, it's it, good to see that, I guess, that it's the right reasons. <laughs> your, brand, your brand has won them over, you know. Yeah. Big tick to you, you know. You've done it and they keep coming back to you. So they love your brand. Yeah, that's great. Ab- absolutely, and that—that's, and I'm—I'm sh- I'm sure you have material on branding within the Book Direct Show this year. So, as you know, I'm go- I'm going to be sharing all the information on the Book Direct Show in the show notes, and uh, and uh, give you guys the opportunity to uh, to give it a plug at the end of at the end of this interview. So, if you're out there listening, wondering how the heck you're going to get into this, then uh, you will have that opportunity later on. Damien, what what do you find, what do you hear are the biggest barriers for managers to overcome with direct booking? Because I, you know, I, we've, we've been doing it for years. We started direct booking back in 2003 when we started. So it wasn't really difficult for us to, after we went over that hump when we decided that home away was, was the way to go, and now we're back to direct booking, we knew what we were doing. But what are, what are owners and managers finding the barriers now? 
Well, perhaps I'll answer this in two parts, Heather, if that's all right. One, sure. I'll answer in terms of my clients um, and what I've experienced over the years. And that is not so much getting people to find them and the branding and SEO, et cetera, but it's about how to actually get that booking over the line. Mm-hmm. Because that's a really tricky thing. It's all well and good, you know, as an SEO or whatever, however you're getting people to find your brand. Yes, they found your brand, your brand, brilliant. But how are you going to get them over the line? How can you actually get them to, to trust you and to, to say, yep, that's, that's the one I want because there are so many uh, touch points uh, during the booking process. So for me, that's one of the biggest things. As we've alluded to before, we carried out this book direct survey over the last couple of months, which is still open, by the way. And one of the, well, by far the biggest uh, obstacle for PMs out there was the dominance of OTAs. Mm-hmm. and their marketing spend. Uh, we can clearly, we can never be comparable to the billions that they spend year on year. Um, so we kind of, we accept that. But one of the biggest uh, kind of issues for, for a lot of PMs out there that we've seen that people have answered about is the, the tactics that they can employ and that which can include uh, bidding on your own brand, which can be a very frustrating experience mm-hmm. to see. Guest education is a big thing as well whereby um, get our, our potential guests, they, they don't know the benefits of Booking Direct. They may not, they might even find your website. And I've seen this. I've been in offices of my clients when they have seen somebody inquire via a chat box facility. And then five minutes later, they'll see the booking coming in from Airbnb or Booking.com. And yeah. you know, how frustrating is that experience? We've, we've all been through it. But it's, that's really, the onus is, is at that point of when they're making that inquiry, let them know, let them feel like this is a trustworthy uh, place to book and give them all of the signs that they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, so trust, trust is a really big element. We've spoken about this before. A lot of people trust OTAs more than booking on our site. And we can't get away from that. They've, they've got a huge amount to choose from. The booking process is so simple as well. And we all could take a leaf out of the OTAs books have a booking process that involves two, maybe three clicks. Don't ask all of the questions. Don't get them to register on your site. Don't be upselling too soon. All of these things. Take a, you know, take a look at your own site and see, hey, is, is it easy to book on my site? You know, quite often it's not. And we are, might be limited by our PMS. But these are some of the barriers that are, are, are cropping up as part of our direct, uh, book direct survey anyway. Um, and that the final thing as well is that, that in line with that trust element, OTAs effectively telling our guests that it's not safe to book uh-huh. with, direct with an owner or manager. I mean, that is just plain wrong. We, we know this, but this is what we're up against at times. So if we can get them to visit our websites, let them know this. Make sure we've got a safe site to book on. We take credit cards. We take any kind of method of payments they want, etc. Booking process, simple, accreditations, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I want to just go back here on a point you made about the booking process because we, in, back in 2019, we had such a decline in bookings that by by June, when we were usually 85% booked, we were around about 61%. And we just could not figure out what was it, what was happening. And by a process of elimination, we found out that it was the booking process. We People were not converting from our booking form. They were bouncing out halfway through. And what we were doing was asking them to go through this long form 
fill in all their names and their ages and other information oh. that, that helped us to match the people to the right, to make sure they got the right place, etc. And then right at the end, we asked for their credit card number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and why, we, <laughs> why we couldn't see that. And we changed it very simply, a two-stage process that, you know, we, we changed the form. So what's the property you want? What are the dates you want? Who are you? What's your credit card number? Mm-hmm. Book yeah. now. Okay. And then mm-hmm. after they'd booked and we got the credit card number, then we were able to go back and say, okay, now, great, you've, you've reserved this place and now we want a little bit of extra information from you. Yeah. yeah. And, that- and this is it. We, we think that there are certain data that is important. Yes, of course it's important, like an address, like a phone number, like, you know, ages, how many are in your party, names of everyone. You don't need that first. Let's get that booking over the line. Uh, with every click, we're, we're likely to lose, you know, 50 plus percent more. So yeah. let's get it over the line. I know. And I know, do not know. And I know a lot of our competitors are still doing that same thing. You know, they, they're asking for registration numbers of cars and um, home insurance details before they get the money. I mean, I, we, we don't ask that information anymore anyway, but uh, but they're still doing it before they ask for the, that, that commitment. So yeah. that, uh, that bounce, I mean, our bounce rate just almost, I wouldn't say it disappeared, but uh, but now of course, when we, and we also, if somebody gets halfway through that first form and doesn't complete it, then an hour later, they will get an email, an automated email that says, oh, looks like you were trying to book XXX property and, and you didn't get to complete it. So why not give us a call and we can give you some more information on it. And right. just little things like that. So that's a, that's a couple of things that we did. Mm. Deborah, there's a, there's a, we know there's such a low barrier to entry in, in short-term rentals. You, you, you've just got to take a look at Airbnb and see some of the listings that are out there. But what, what that does is, is bring this mass of inventory in that creates that almost, a, I don't think it's a competitive a competition because you can rise above it, but what can hosts and managers do to rise above that bulk of mediocre inventory? Well, the first thing is you have to have your own website. You've got to have the right photos on there. You have to have the right content on there. And you have to make sure that the website is working. So when someone does land on your website, it does convert into a booking. So website is number one. Second of all, you have to understand your guests. You have to understand who they are, where they are, and make sure you target them where they are, whether it's social media, whether Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram, and who are they, even the niche, you know, are your... Is your target audience actually a niche audience? If that's the case, then you know you've just you've got to go targeting straight for the for the niche markets and the niche listing sites. Professionalization that is a great way to stand out from uh, you know the host that might charge forty bucks a night for something with you know photographs taken at night. Professionalization you can be screaming professionalization with the way your website looks, your interaction with the guests. Uh, how you deal with the guests, that is a great way to, to rise to the top of, uh, of, you know, managers and things like that. You have to understand the price too. Well, you know, you have to understand revenue management, get your head around that. And trust, of course, we've already touched on trust. So you have to have something on your website or on social media, or whether it's the reviews and how many you are um, amalgamating all, all your reviews, you have to make sure that people can trust you with, with professionalization and trust 
then you know you're in the heading in the right direction. Video marketing too. I think video marketing is really important because it shows who you are. And this is one of the, the differences between like a Vacasa and, and other people. You know, having your face in video marketing when you're talking to your your guests, whether you're taking them for a tour of your property or whether you're welcoming them mm-hmm. and thanking them for their booking, it's a face, it's a connection. So this is something that you can do that will really cement or at least start the relationship with your guests. So there, there are numerous things you can do to, uh, to rise above the, the crowd. Uh, when you say video marketing, and mm-hmm. can you could just expand on that in, in terms sure. of what somebody could, you know, a couple of things that, that somebody yeah. could do right now to, yeah. to begin a video marketing campaign? Okay. So instead of using Matterhorn or some sort of complicated technology, Take your mobile phone and walk through your property. Walk through and explain what's great about this room and the sun comes in there in the morning and you'll be sipping your coffee in the sunshine. Walk them through the house because, of course, you know, some people don't know how to read photos very well. Taking them for a tour, listening to your voice. You might be the person who's going to be checking them in, but at least they know who you are with your brand, you know, your face, your brand. The other thing that I used to do was as soon as I got a booking, my booking confirmation email had a video from me thanking them for their booking and et cetera, et cetera. This is, this is the process now. You'll get an email this day and you get an email week before and la, la, la. And if you have any problems, if you have, sorry, if you have any questions, email me and I will get back to you. So at least then when they're receiving the emails from Deborah, they know what I look like. And Antonio, he used to do something where I don't, it wasn't a video recording, but he used to do it when people arrived at the property, call in Skype, and he would talk them through the house on Skype. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's not a pre-video, a recorded thing, but it's something about having the visual, having you and connecting with the guests. It's not difficult. You just have to get over the fear of, oh, I'm turning the camera around and it's going to be shooting me. And you know what? It takes 10 times to get it right. So what? Every time you say it again, you you improve. Yeah. And it gets better and better. And then finally, 10th go, nailed it. That was good. Okay. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And I have to apologize for the dark, but would you believe that thunderstorms just rolled in? Yes, 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 yes. You're sort of disappearing. It's like I'm sitting in Sydney at midnight, but sorry, it's just a thunderstorm outside. But anyway, yeah, video marketing is easy. I mean, to, to the video marketing topic, one thing, a very uh, underutilized tactic within video marketing is to ask your regular repeat guests. And we, you oh, know, most, most companies who have, um, have these, people who return year on year, I'm sure you've got loads, Heather, ask them to film a review just from their phones, 30 seconds, and put them on the website. These yep. are real reviews from real people. They go a long way to uh, to promoting trust on your website. So few companies and managers do this, but it's relatively easy. People think, oh, you know, what's how are we going to get people to do this for us? They will. They really will. Ah. If someone enjoys your property. They're going to co- they're going to do this. Absolutely, no problem. Um, mm-hmm. So it's something I, I would uh, I would promote. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you can actually offer them a a slight incentive. A little incentive yeah. to do that. Um, we've we've done that with with guests who've written. They've already written a great review, so we know they're happy. And so it's just, you know, we we'd love you to do a video review, and and we'll you know we'll, we 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 have a ton of um, branded material, so we'll send them a a, a branded blanket or um, a mug or something like that. 
and mm-hmm. yeah, they're quite happy to do that. On the the video well on the welcome that you mentioned, mm-hmm. Deborah, we've been using a product called Bonjoro. Mm-hmm. which is really quick and easy. It, it just allows you to do that very brief welcome video. So mm-hmm. we, we do it with our uh, owners in owner acquisition. So we hear from an owner, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear more about your company and send me some information. We know they're sending this to a number of other agencies. Mm. So we've got to come out over the rest and show something that you know, shows, shows we're different. So a little, so instead of just going back and saying, here's our information, on how yeah. we can manage your property, just a video. Mm. Yeah, so so we we just do a, a, a quick video. So you know, hi, I'm Heather. I'm CEO of Cottage Link Rental Management. We'd love to talk. Uh, you know, I'll send you our information pack in, separately, but we'd love to get on the phone and have a chat with you about your goals mm. for rental. And just something simple like that um, mm. makes that connection that nobody else mm. is making. Mm-hmm. You're so, right. It's a connection. Absolutely. So I'll put the I'll I'll put the link to uh, Bonjoro uh, on the show notes if anybody's interested in that. So Damien, um, coming to the end of, of of this this great conversation, I wonder if you could give us five things. Is putting you on the spot. Five things a manager can do today to move the needle towards more direct bookings. Well, without totally stealing your last point about uh, phone numbers, uh, I think that that's a, a great to make sure you have a phone number on your website that's visible. I'll go through a few, yeah, and some of these are being covered uh, from some of our speakers at the show. But I think, um, and I've kind of touched on it before, but website optimization, ways to try and get those bookings converted uh, on, on your website, adding all of those booking, direct booking incentives on our site. I think so, so few people do this. Can we offer a best price guarantee? Can we offer early check-ins, late checkouts, welcome hampers? There's so many things that we can offer that are really, you know, inexpensive, but as a little carrot for somebody to book direct mm. when comparing booking with an OTA. I think these are, are very easy steps that we can all take to, uh, to add to our website just to try and get that booking over the line, but make sure the booking funnel is, is simple. We, we, we've spoken about that. Google My Business Again, it's, these are very actionable um, things. Uh, Google My Business Profile, I think we should all be looking at this to make sure it helps with our branding, helps with our knowledge panel on Google when someone searches for our brand, adding loads of pictures, um, just adding all your amenities, your opening hours. There's so many things you can add in there. Um, I think it's, it's really important uh, and, and free, Re- uh, important to it. Add in, yeah, these are all free. Um, your database as well. We've, we've spoken about repeat guests and uh, communicating with them. So making sure that we're getting the email addresses of all of our guests as they come and not just our lead guests, all of the guests who are staying mm-hmm. as well. Um, something like StayFi is a great uh, software to, to do this. Or even if you're doing it manually, asking for the guests for all of their email addresses. This really helps uh, to, to push forward your message in the future and potentially get those repeat bookings. Um, ideal guests. I think this is something we should all be looking at now. Who is our ideal guest? Not just trying to get bookings from anyone under the sun. You know, use our use our websites, landing pages, building landing pages for pet friendly rentals or families or digital nomads, which Deborah is going to be speaking about at the show. There are there's so many kind of niche markets and and um, kind of target demographics that, that we can really be pushing towards 
and um, really just just try and link up with their searches in a way that it, it appeals to them that bit more. And is that four or five? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll professionalization as well. I think this is one of the biggest things for me. If we're going to try and get repeat bookings, which is one of the best ways to get direct bookings, professionalization. We, we have to offer a top-notch service. We can't, you know, I, I stay on a lot of properties on Airbnb and it's not a professional service. You know, some of these hosts that have super host status, it, I, I just, I don't understand it. There's no communication from them. The place can be a tip, but they just somehow manage to stick to the algorithms and do things correctly, but they're, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. So just being professional and actually doing the right things, what, a lot of the things we've spoken about before, nurturing that rapport with them over time, providing the perfect service. So if they're coming back to your place, your brand name will hopefully be top of their list and in their mind. And I'm going to add an, another one because you you, ha- you did give me a list of these, and which is promoting the destination and working with the local community as mm. well. And I just want to you know shout out to two people who do this so well, and that's Alana Meal from, and she she's uh, she has a property management company in Lincoln City, Oregon. She's been on the show. She is so focused and involved in her community. And, mm. and this is the way that she is really growing her business and, and building a, a, a better direct profile. And the other one is Brittany Blackman from mm. Breathe Easy Rentals in Gulf, uh, on the Gulf Coast uh, in mm-hmm. the US, doing exactly the same and, and just getting known as, as a real local in the area. So all that knowledge, that knowledge that they can then share on their websites in really great content. And, mm. and that brings traffic back as well. So I just wanted to add that one too. Mm. If I could just add, without wanting to promote the show too much, Heather. Oh, we, please we do. do. You can promote the show all you want now. <laughs> we have, oh, well, if that's the case. <laughs> we have um, Elaine Watt. You know Elaine yep. uh, from Holiday Let Success. Mm. She is speaking at the show about Facebook groups and how she has developed and nurtured uh, community groups in her local area mm-hmm. and how now she is the go-to person for if anyone has accommodation request for another business she gets tagged in all the time and uh, gets a huge amount of bookings that way so even mm. if it's not just on your website on social uh, building up uh, communities is is a really it's it's a time investment sure and it may not see instant rewards but in the long run it can really work wonders yeah yeah, I need to get Elaine back on the show actually to talk about Facebook groups because Facebook groups have worked, you know, in, in oh, yeah. for, for us. That's where we get a ton of our traffic is via different Facebook groups. So I, I think I think the importance of those is underestimated. Yeah. So and everyone, everyone, tell us tell us more about the direct booking show then. Book direct show is uh, so we have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hybrid event this year. Uh, obviously, we're in a transitionary period at the moment, so we want to be able to appeal to people wherever they are, are those who can't necessarily come to London. So we have our, our online series, which begins September 1st to September 10th. We have two webinars going live per day and all related to direct booking strategies. And we have our live conference then in London. All are going to be recorded, so available for any of our attendees to watch for the next 12 months. And yeah, it's bookdirect.show is the website address. That, that's brilliant. Can you highlight a couple of uh, couple of the presentations? I'll let Deborah do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
We have Wendy and David Tucker uh, explaining video marketing. We have Christoph from Reviews, and he'll be teaching us about trust signals. Of course, we have Nancy Maclear telling us about professionalism. Uh, I found a data geek that's trawled through a huge amount of guest review data. The most common reason uh, for negative reviews and what are the issues that make guests angriest? So that was a very, very interesting <laughs> one. Uh, we have uh, revenue management and I can actually say that in the revenue management session, there's a connection with Tinder. <laughs> Tinder and revenue management. So if you want to know anything more, you'll have to buy a ticket because I'm not saying anything more. <laughs> but when I saw that, I just thought, brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. Well, uh, one, one thing I like about this is that you, you haven't crammed everything into two days. It is spread over 10 days. So if somebody wants to watch it live, they can, you know, they, they, they can go through two sessions a day and not try and built-in eight yeah. or whatever. We, we, uh, we hold our hands up, Heather. We, we, we're learning as we're going along. This is, uh, yeah, this is a journey for us. We, we had a lot of speakers last year, perhaps too many. Perhaps we, uh, we, we overcomplicated the, uh, mm-hmm. the event. So, so this year, yeah, we're trying to make it more simple. And mm-hmm. uh, again, for people to, to be able to access them at their, at their own leisure or leisure yeah. uh, for the I, I think I think that's a good ploy. I mean, I've I've seen so many summits and shows this past two years where you're just overwhelmed by all this you know, information. Some of it which looks very similar. So I think you've mm. done a grand job in in breaking it all out. I'm particularly looking forward to Jodie Bourne, who's talking oh, yeah. about Pinterest. Jody. Because uh, I've been working with Jody on our site, on our Pinterest pages and boards, um, yeah. and I think she's even using even using some of ours as as uh, examples. So, uh, yeah. so particularly interested in that because I think that's something else underestimated is the power of Pinterest. Yeah. So, okay. So, how do people find you? What's the cost? And anything else we should know? So, the cost. Well, it's free to watch live uh, on each day. September 1st to the 10th and then we've got paid tickets starting from £35 and that gives you access for 12 months to watch the the sessions Uh, and then for anyone who's considering joining us in person in London that's £95 that's our highest price ticket and uh, yeah so we want to very much keep it affordable these these are tough times you know I think the last thing somebody wants to see is uh, is a ticket priced $895. (laughs) We we know this is a very niche um, event as well. Not necessarily everybody wants to drive more direct bookings. We appreciate that. But for those who do, we want to make it accessible. We want to make this all actionable for everyone who joins us. So, hey, if it's just joining us live each day to watch the sessions as they go by, please do. And that is totally free of charge. That is wonderful. I mean, that's a steal. You know, I think you've made it very, very accessible to people. So, so thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and, and as we were talking earlier on, you know, getting direct bookings, is it's not a, a quick thing. You know, you have to learn, you know, all the things that we're going to be teaching and there's lots of aspects about direct bookings, but you have to learn and you have to start implementing and it takes time. So, you know, it's not a quick thing, but you've got to start somewhere. So hopefully people will be inspired from some of the talks, some of the presentations and start along the process and get the ball rolling. Well, thank you both for for, for joining me. I think it's a bit of a no-brainer for people to come along and and take a look, whether they do it, uh, you know, 
live and free or on the day and free or whether they they spend a very small amount on a ticket I, I just think that's something to do so i i will put all the information on on the show notes and you can go as damien says to book direct doc show that's it excellent that's really simple took me a while <laughs> to uh learn that but (laughs) it is simple um so so thank you very much for for joining me i wish you a huge success with the show i look forward to catching up with you both in person one day (laughs) thank you thank you both Well, if you're listening to this on the day of publication, which is September the 1st, the Book Direct show starts today. So you can go start listening for free today. But as Damien said, it's it's a very low point of entry for buying the recordings. So head over to bookdirect.show and get going it looks like it's going to be a really really good event and if you can be there in person then I would definitely go to London on the 13th of September and then you can meet up with Deborah and Damien and some great speakers so go to the website go to the book direct website you can see who the speakers who the lineup of speakers is on the the day of the in-person event and also the lineup of speakers for the online event so that is that is it for uh, a, another week. We are rolling into Labor Day weekend and the end of our season. So uh, deep sighs of relief coming. I shouldn't say that because you know it's always it's always great. It's it's like we are operating on a different level throughout July and August, and I don't have any complaints about it. It's just. Uh, you, you know, your your energy has to be fueled right the way through the season, and then come Labor Day, we can go, we, we we can begin to back off a little bit. However, September's still pretty busy, as is October, and we've implemented some new marketing strategies that I will be talking about over the next few weeks. So, stay tuned. So that's it for another week, and uh, just thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.